Many, many years ago, as part of my duties as, an, as a parliamentary correspondent at Global News, I went to the European Union, and part of our trip there involved learning how the European Union works, and it is the most bureaucratic place that you will ever see. If you think Canadian politics is bureaucratic or Canadian political institutions are bureaucratic, it's nothing. The European Union is, is a monster of bureaucracy, but... All those smart people, often get together in one place, can some of come, come, sometimes come up with some really great ideas. And man, do they carry weight when they do. When the European Union passes new rules, most of the rest of the world falls into line pretty quickly because you don't want to lose the European market. So this was a really interesting one. Earlier this week, um, the European Commission, which is the EU's executive branch, uh, reached an agreement whereby cell phones and handheld electronic devices in the EU will now be required to have a common charging port. That's according port, rather, according to an agreement reached Tuesday. Really, it's a way to cut down on electronic waste, they figured. Because if you're anything like me, I have chargers that I have no idea what they what they use. I don't know why I don't throw them away. I guess I feel bad about throwing them away. But I have chargers to things that I, I don't know what they attach to. I don't know what they charge. And I have devices for which there are absolutely just no chargers. I mean, I have a cell phone that I used to use in Afghanistan. I don't know where the charge, I don't know how to charge it. I don't know how you would charge it these days. So this seems like a pretty good idea to me. Um, Basically, what it means is, Europe, in the European Union at least, you won't have to spend too much time rummaging around for a charger in the future. So as of 2024, tablets, digital cameras, video game consoles, headphones, portable speakers, e-readers, portable navigation devices, keyboards, uh, mice, and earbuds will need to be equipped with the port laptop manufacturers have until 2026 to implement the universal charging port in their products. So is this a good idea? Will other countries follow suit? Will companies push back? Joining me now with more is Micah Garbo. He's the host of Get Connected, the app show. Mike, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Oh, great to be here. Thanks. So, I mean, this sounds like a great idea, but with always with great ideas, there's always some sort of catch. So is there a catch here or is this just kind of an interesting idea? I think it's been going this direction over the past couple of years uh, anyway. Uh, you know, specifically Apple's probably one of the bigger ones uh, that will be affected by this uh, change because they do have their lightning connectors for their iPhones and many of their iPads. But even if you look at Apple uh, nowadays, uh, a lot of their newer iPads and all of their MacBooks all use the USB-C uh, connector. So I think it was only a matter of time that uh, they, they went that route as well. I guess Apple were the only ones, I mean, at least according to the European Union, Apple objected to it uh, and said that it uh, it stifles innovation, uh, which I, I guess, I, I don't know, does that sound legitimate? To me, it stifled having to pay 25 bucks for a new, a new uh, charger plug, but, uh, but does it stifle innovation, do you think? Uh, you know, it might, in uh, I, I guess, in, in some ways. Uh, now that uh, you know they're all on the same uh, standard, uh, you know, the standards boards uh, that come out with the USB standards. Uh, I think in many cases they take a little bit longer to get consensus before they kind of go to the next iteration of uh, of USB and pretty well for any type of electronics. So uh, I, I guess in one way, yeah, but at the same time, I, I think they're right. Like you know, I've literally got you know, these drawers full of these old chargers. I still keep them. I don't know why, just in case, uh, you know, I come across one of my devices in one day that still uses, yeah. uses that. So, uh, and even now it's kind of a pain in the butt, right? Because, you know, I've got so many electronic devices. I've got laptops and tablets and iPhones and Android stuff. And having to switch between, you know, the lightning connectors and the USB-C connectors sometimes is, uh, 
uh, a little bit of a hassle. So I, I think this is going to be a good thing for consumers. You know, and, you know, the stats uh, look pretty good uh, as well. You know, they, they say that by going to a universal standard, it, it could save, uh, you know, European Union citizens up to $250 million uh, a year and uh, over 11,000 tons of e-waste uh, as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the same as you. I have these charges. I always picture someone in an emergency running to the door saying, "My phone has has died," and it's a you know some obscure like it's an old BlackBerry or something. You think, "Oh, I have one of those. I'll just go upstairs into my box full of charges and find it for you." Uh, yeah, I have millions of charges at home. I don't know why I keep them either. Uh, imagine it's one of those things. We might as well take a picture of it because we can show it to someone one day. People will be, why did you have so many chargers for so many devices? That's um, funny. The e- but, you know, it's yeah. funny because, uh, you know, Apple, I think, they'll probably just even go wireless in the next two years anyway, and they won't even right. have any ports on their iPhones uh, any anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think Apple's always been kind of uh, a little further ahead than a lot of the other uh, tech companies, uh, you know, in the, uh, you know, the gadget uh, space. I mean, the lightning connector, when it came out, was uh, a huge improvement over what was out at the time. You know, the, the micro USB, uh, you know, connectors, which could only fit in one way. And the lightning connector could yep. go, you know, both ways. And uh, it was much faster at transferring data as well. Yeah, no, the lightning co- co- connectors are great. I guess, it, what does that mean, though, for, for Apple products then in, uh, oh, I guess, First and foremost, as I was mentioning earlier, the European Union, often when they pass something, because it's such a, a large block uh, and so important to so many different retailers around the world and companies, usually when the, where the European goes, other co- countries tend to follow eventually. Uh, do you see this happening elsewhere relatively quickly? I, I think so. Uh, you know, it, it would be, I think, cost prohibitive for companies like Apple to make two different chargers for their their, their phones. They would standardize on, on one and just have kind of that universal throughout uh, the world. So uh, I, I think once the EU goes that way, uh, North America and the rest of the world will go that way as well. What kind of impact would it have then on existing Apple products? So say you have gone out and dropped 25 bucks on one of those new fast speed chargers, or at least the plug, since they don't give you the plug anymore. Um, in a few years, will those be, will those be obsolete? I mean, not obsolete for this current phone, but you won't be able to use them with future devices. Well, the, the charging blocks will still be okay. You can still just uh, get uh, a new cable for it, uh, essentially, right? So, uh, right. you know, if it goes USB-C, uh, you just get a USB-C cable and it'll still plug into that fast charger. So not, not an issue. Good enough. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the e-waste thing I thought was fascinating because I, I I thought of it when I first read the article. I thought, oh, interesting. That's that's great for consumer convenience. But then realized what the EU was really pointing to as its reason for doing this was just the sheer amount of waste that having different chargers creates year after year. Well, they're right. I mean, you said it yourself. I have got, I've got like you know probably thirty pounds of cables and charging blocks sitting in my garage in a you know a big tub, uh, which I'm going to get to this weekend and get rid of a lot of that. Ah, sure, you, sure you will. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, I, I, there's no doubt that it's going to reduce uh, waste. You know, why would you need then like, you know, three or four different chargers when one, you know, charging block and one, one cable can basically do the same thing? You know what I mean? So it's, there's no question it'll save on, on waste. 
And, and you're mentioning this earlier, Mike, but I, I suspect there will come a time when people looking back at these IDs, these houses full of chargers. I mean, we must have seven different chargers in the house. There's I, there's an iWatch one, there's an iPhone one. There's obviously there's one for the laptop, for laptops. There's another one for the, uh, for my headphones because they take the old, uh, USB-C charger. Uh, there, there must be, and then another one for another set of headphones that I have. There must be, we must be heading towards a time where that will be the next frontier for obsolete. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I, I, I think with the USB-C standard, it'll be around for many years as far as the form factor is concerned. And uh, I, I think wireless is going to happen in the next five to ten years. Uh, you know, most of the devices we have will uh, will be able to be charged wirelessly on you know wireless charging pads. We'll start to see that built into a lot more furniture now in restaurants and cafes and bars. They'll have the charging pads built into the uh, the actual tables uh, themselves. So um, I I. I don't think there's going to be huge new iterations as far as what the cable or the connector is going to look like. Uh, you know, obviously they'll get faster, uh, but uh, I think wireless will be the next way. Yeah, just getting rid of the cables altogether at some point, right? Where you just get to do everything uh, wireless and clean up the clutter. That would be nice. That would be nice. That would be a dream, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some other innovations this week. We heard uh, from Apple this week about uh, unsending stuff, unsending ma- messages, which seems like a really, uh, a really kind thing for them to do. We'll talk about that after this. It's a pleasure to have Micah Garbo, host of Get Connected, the app show with us this half hour. We were talking about uh, chargers. The European Union has mandated that there be one uniform charger for all small and medium-sized devices within the next few years within the European Union, uh, a little bit longer to get larger devices, uh, 2026 for those ones. And also, uh, generally speaking, the uh, EU, when they pass uh, new regulations, usually everyone else follows suit because it's such an important market for everybody that uh, they follow suit. And we were talking about how many chargers people have in their drawers. Mike, everybody, it seems, everybody has tons of chargers lying in drawers. Why is it the one thing we don't get rid of, I wonder? I mean, I know how frustrating it is to have to go buy one when you forget one. That's the worst part. So maybe we're just horrified to horrified to part with them. Or there's a lot of hoarders out there, tech hoarders, essentially. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting. People still have a lot of these old devices. I've got... Uh, uh, a friend uh, that uh, has an accessory company, they sell cables to all the major retailers, and uh, they sell several hundred um, of the older 32-pin connectors, uh, you know, for the old iPhones, before Lightning really? cables, uh, yeah, yeah uh, a month. Like, uh, it, it's amazing <laughs> that uh, they still sell that many, and uh, it just shows that uh, a lot of people have the older devices. So uh, I think yeah. that's going to be the same for, uh, you know, all the Lightning-connected uh, devices uh, as well. I still charge my old iPod classics every once in a while, even though I don't use them. I just like to charge them to make sure they're still working. <laughs> anyway. yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got yeah. like I've got a, a drawer full of iPods, you know, all the different uh, iterations as well. I really got to get exactly. into my garage and organize all this stuff. Yeah, well, I won't. I won't hold you to it, Mike, because I I should do the same. But they're all comfortably tucked away in a box, and I think they'll stay there for a while longer. Uh, some interesting news this week from Apple, just about iMessages, because uh, I guess for a long time, you know, you can't unspread butter and you can't retract uh, that message you sent in haste, in anger, in you know, in in whatever for whatever reasons you wanted to unsend it. But this week, uh, a bit of a bit of mercy from uh, from Apple, at least. Uh, what have they done? 
This is about freaking time. Uh, basically, if you're an iPhone user, in, when you update to the latest iPhone 16 uh, operating system, that'll be coming out in the fall. When you send uh, a message uh, to uh, your friend, coworker, or, or family, uh, you've uh, got 15 minutes to unsend it. Uh, if you've uh, sent out a drunk text or maybe you kind of regretted some of the words you sent in, in, the, in that message, you can basically hit uh, an unsend button and uh, it will recall it uh, out of their, uh, their message folder. I, I can hear friendships being forever repaired. I can hear relationships being, <laughs> fights being avoided. Uh, what, why did it take them so long? And can you undo it if the person has seen it? I guess you can't. Obviously not. No, I mean if they've seen it or they've taken a screenshot of it, I, I imagine uh, you know the you know the horse has left the barn there uh, essentially. But yeah. again, uh, you know there are a few caveats. Uh, the other person also has to be running uh, uh, the iOS 16 uh, update uh, as well, so it only works on iPhones. Uh, they all have to have the same operating system uh, as well. And uh, iOS 16 is only going to work on iPhone 8s and later. So if you've got an older one and you want to be able to unsend messages. It might be time to upgrade. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah, you can't just pretend to the person, no, I never sent that. Uh, I read it. Uh, no, you didn't. It was never sent. I think um, the bigger thing, yeah, I think the bigger thing for me is that you can actually go back and edit the text as well. I don't know right. what's happening with autocorrect lately, but I'm just sending all sorts of crazy messages because I'm just typing them really fast, and autocorrect gets in there and just changes my words into something, you know, not so. So now, same type of thing. You can go back in and actually edit the text to correct any uh, spelling errors or any thoughts that you're having uh, as well. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, same with autocorrect. It's, it's starting to dish out the most obscure and bizarre unrelated words to things that, that uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. I always forget. But, you know, you're trying to spell something fairly common and fairly relevant to your sentence. And it pops out something completely unrelated, like some sort of strange, uh, uh, sort of absurdist painting or something. And oh, then you no, send it's crazy. It, My course, wife right? was messaging one of her friends uh, the other night. And I think she was saying, you know, I'll phone you later. And somehow autocorrect put it to hot tinkle. <laughs> which just was, was just insane. So it would be nice if you could go back and correct the hot tinkle. It would, yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Any other innovations emerging? I mean, people always watch what uh, what Apple's up to. Are they anything else interesting coming out of that? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of updates. Uh, the the lock screen is going to see a major uh, revision. Uh, essentially, uh, you'll be able to go in and really customize it now. There's also going to be live widgets. So, uh, for example, if you're following uh, you know the Canucks Calgary game, uh, instead of having to go into a web browser or, or your favorite app, you can actually have the score in real time right on the lock screen. Or if you're waiting for an Uber. Yeah. Instead of going into the Uber app, uh, on the lock screen, there's like a little car, and uh, it'll show you how close it is to, to your destination. So, uh, th I mean, there's going to be all sorts of cool things that will happen out of that. Also, uh, Apple Pay is uh, being upgraded, too. Uh, okay. Starting off in the U.S., uh, I don't know when it's going to come to Canada, but they have a new feature rolling out called Apple Pay Later. Uh, basically, oh. you can buy something, and then, uh, you know, I think you have to put a little money down, but then uh, you can do four more payments over the next six weeks with no interest ah. and no fees. Interesting. I, I mean, I don't know whether, given the cost or anything these days, I'm sure that's that's welcome. I'm not sure. Uh, I wonder how that works in terms of how you owe and who comes collecting when, uh, you know, when, if your iPhone constantly reminds you that you owe them money, for instance. That might be, uh, that might <laughs> yeah, be your a, iPhone's going to be shaking you down now. Where's, where's exactly. the cash, Mike? Where's the cash? Where's the cash? Mike. Uh, I needed Mike, it to yeah. buy groceries, man. 
Fast. <laughs> um, what? So, one of the things my wife always asks me about because she was really she's a, always been very up on mobile payments. Have they taken off here at all? Have we seen? I mean, clearly during the pandemic, we saw more use of contactless. But uh, how is that being taken up here these days? Because I don't seem to see as much of it here in Canada as I do in other places. Uh, I, I think the pandemic's really accelerated that uh, that whole trend now. So, uh, you know, we've even seen with the uh, the limits for uh, contactless payments go up. I mean, it used to be like twenty five, fifty bucks. Now it can be in the hundreds of dollars. You can just basically tap your your card. Even Apple uh, now as well, uh, they've got a new uh, tap to pay feature uh, that uh, will allow you uh, coming up uh, to basically use your phone as a uh, credit or debit terminal now. So you see in a lot of uh, retail stores and a lot of markets, you know. People have got those little square readers. Uh, you can basically uh, tap those to, to make payments. You won't even need that anymore. You can basically just tap the person's iPhone and uh, they'll be able to take the payment. So uh, we are going to a, a digital currency world. There's no question. And it, it'll be wireless and contact free. Micah Garbo, thanks so much. Good luck with your uh, with your cleanup in the garage this summer with all your wires. I look forward to seeing photos of you t- trying to untangle some of them. <laughs> Thank you very much.